We're excited. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the least favorite. I'm your girl Natalie. I'm Tony. <laughs> and today we have a guest with us. We have Curtis from Nothing to Something Brand. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. So we met in the pop-up shop that we had in when the fuck was it? In July. July 23rd. July 23rd. How did you enjoy your time at the pop-up shop? Yes. It was it wasn't your first one, obviously. Right. Honestly, but. it was amazing time. Uh amazing people. Obviously, you guys was amazing. DJ Loose Cannon was good and I, we had we just had a ball. Yeah. We just had a ball. Put on I'm happy that you're coming back. Yes. That you decided to continue Anytime working at the pop-up shop in two West will be there. Yes. Yeah. And we're wearing his merch. Yes. If you haven't noticed. Don't well, take I didn't even later. tell him to wear that. I didn't even tell him to wear that. Nah, yeah. I was like, it's only right. You're yeah. coming on, why not wear your, your yeah. merchandise? Like, And shout out to all the vendors that come back. We love y'all. Yeah, for real. We Thank really you guys. Do. Thank you for supporting us this summer. It's been yeah, a long it's summer. It's been crazy. It's been a busy summer. That's why we had to take some time off to just focus on the pop because it's a lot of work. And um, but it's been a good summer. I feel like oh, we've we got a lot of shit done. We got a lot done, and I feel like we're all kind of going through something like personally, oh, spiritually, yes. financially. The, mo- <laughs> the money aspect this summer. It. Talk about yeah. it. I was walling this summer. I already said after this weekend, that's it. Like I'm in the crib. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing. I feel like a we thing. say that every weekend. No, I mean no, that. No, 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 no. I really mean it. Nah, but Natalie, she's gonna do it because once it get cold. Once it gets cold, and also because I work not, in the not school, about so it. I gotta be up mm. six a.m. every day. Natalie don't like the cold; she I don't be with it. I can't. No. I can't. It's giving a lot of at-home activities. Six a.m. Yeah. yeah, 6 6 yeah. Um, all right. So Curtis, we have we do a topic from the bowl. Yes. You are our guest, so you get to pick the topic. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got one. you from the bottom. Yeah, maybe the I bottom. I mixed it though. I mixed it. It should be good. It should be good. All right, I got this one right here. It's my chicken scratch, so if you need <laughs> translation, <laughs> let oh, me know. Name me some glasses for this. Oh, See? shit. <laughs> for real? Nah. What, what, <laughs> what fictional place or world would you visit? Ah, I wrote that. Go Wait, Tony. That's a good one, that but I have no idea. Me. I saw this today. Uh, on the way home from work, I saw this old white dude wearing a Hill- Hillman College shirt. <laughs> So if you know what Hillman College is, no, it's a Hillman fake colleges. historically black college from a different world than the Cosby show. And he had no idea what the fuck shirt he was wearing. It That's was the funniest thing. So Hillman College from a different world. A word? You would want to visit that? that That's no, kind of It just made me think about it. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Um, fictional place? You know your answer? I think. No. We found Albert in the woods. Ah. Where were they? Like in the junkyard and, then, and stuff like that? Like in the cartoon. Okay. Like it was like in, in Brooklyn, the, right? Okay. I'll probably know. be on the cartoon with them. Don't call me. I'm I don't sure. know. Fictional I haven't place? watched Fat Albert in. That's <laughs> a good fucking question. <sighs> you know, I'm. You know, I always be down for the superheroes, but let's be real. In these superhero worlds, it's always the end of the world. I don't want to be in those worlds. <laughs> no, I was thinking There's something Disney related. <laughs> like, like, I was thinking either like um, where Jasmine and Aladdin were, because that's my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> Yeah. But I don't know where they were. What is that? Arabia wow, or something? There's a lot of Disney movies Arabia. that I like. I don't know where they were. You got to deal with Jafar and all of them. Now they, yeah, have, he, now they have this disclosure the when you watch Aladdin on Disney Plus. Like, these characters did not by any means, like, cause, like, racial. Oh, really? Because it was all, like, very racial intended. Like, they it, was making generalizations about those people. Like, yeah. it's so funny watching all this Just Disney the fact, we're going to get into that. Just the fact that they got to put a disclaimer on that, like... Mm-hmm. 
We're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's a good one. Anything else for that? I don't I don't know my answer. Oh, you still haven't decided? Nah. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't know. Some Disney thing. If I think thing... about it later, I'll say it. It's just hard. Yeah, I don't know. All right, fine. Next. Next. That was a good question, though. All right. Song. It brings it back. Oh, in the background. It's not song. It's song. Right. We can talk about it. We can it. talk about it. We can talk about so it. So this guys. song, we were on a boat this past weekend, and That's we got it. lit. Lit is an understatement. <laughs> I don't know what we got, but it became karaoke at the end of the night, and this song, we were singing it like... Nina and Amy were just we like... Were. Always end of a nice uh-huh. song, like it's just the perfect song. So Shout like, out to Natalie for DJing like the whole DJing? boat ride. Right? Let me tell you, off the dome, off she the, made up. She made a playlist. I made a playlist. But then after a while, she was just like, doo, doo, doo. after a while, you gotta deviate. Like you gotta get everybody's vibe, Absolutely. and you gotta listen, just kind of feel it out. Listen, it was a, it was an you know, amazing like, night. The genres like listen, yeah, Caribbean, like a, break, 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 a little bit of everything. Everybody was singing a song at some point, like really breaking it down, singing a song. Even Rapping. all the guys, rap it, everybody, rap everybody. In. I'm really proud of myself for that. I really we am. Are too. Okay. But yeah, anyway, so. we bring that DJ, up because DJ Net. DJ. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> one more time for me. All right, stay tuned. All right. So we brought this up because we were on the boat, and it was most of. <laughs> so we kind of all have met each other through like, well, not me and you, but the other two through guys. No. Oh yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. So, yeah. this was your topic. Would you okay. mind introducing it? No, no problem. Okay. So, but, but how did it come up, though? What, what was we like, talking about? How many... Oh, I got it. So, when we was on the boat ride, like, right before we got on the boat, mm-hmm. it just popped up. Because one of the girls that we really close to now, Amy, I met her through an ex. Oh. But me and that guy don't, you know, talk. And she don't really right. talk to him like that, but we remain friends. And guess what? The other girl I invited is the same story. Met her it was an ex. an ex, but we remained best friends. Me and I her. also met Amy through an ex. So it's like <laughs> so so the topic pretty much came up because we were like, what has been your experience with either like as a woman, you know, going out with a guy and remaining friends with that guy's friend? Or opposite, like, have you ever met somebody? You know, like, mm-hmm. is that against bro code? Like, if you meet somebody like and you, you just happen to be friends and then you and that person are no longer together, but you still remain friends with yeah. the other person. Like, because I'm sure that happens with guys, too. I like, feel like it's more common with girls. Oh, I feel like uh-oh. guys don't be doing There's some that. Juice. There's some yeah. juice. Yeah, I know some. There's yeah. some tea. There's some tea here. We started laughing immediately. Yeah. Like, immediately. It's just funny because when you, when you said that, like, how y'all meeting through, like, the girls dating the guys, I guess I feel like it's always like that. I feel like where do girls go to like meet another girl to call them their friends? Like I feel like as two guys, like let's say we bros or whatever, mm-hmm. if I got a girl, he got a girl, they end up being friends just because we all hanging out. Right. But like how do y'all like go how to do meet, we meet a girl? each other? Yeah, go meet another girl. I feel like the guys just had them as girlfriends already. Okay. So it was like, okay, I have this new girlfriend, let's say Tony. Like I'm da- yeah. I'm a guy, I'm dating Tony, but I have another girl best friend. It's like, all right, let me just bring these two women together. Because right. when we go out, mm-hmm. my girlfriend has a friend. She has a buddy and right. whatever. Yeah, like, it just it happens just that happens. way. Is yeah. that weird, though? Y'all don't be... 
do y'all feel about that? Yeah, like, how do y'all feel about it? Like, it, all, it? I feel like it all depends because I feel like it's going to be more so for like the girl that you bring in, right? Mm-hmm. She might try to like, she uh, she might not like really rock with your girl best friend. Right. And they'd be like, mm, is that really your best friend? That's hot, or that's you? But you know what? I think that's why the guys bring us together because they don't want us to have to that awkwardness. That, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather you at least see the dynamic yeah. between us and now you can be friends with her. So now when I want to show with her, you don't right. feel no type of way. But then here's, here's the thing though. Here's the switch right here. Let's say I, I go out with I go out one on one. I hang out with the best friend. Mm-hmm. How does the girl feel about it? Like, oh, why are you always spending time with her? You're not really spending time with me. I think it's tricky for me and Tony to answer that because we both have guy friends too. So like, it's like I gotta respect your relationship with the opposite sex the same way I want you to respect my relationship with the opposite sex. So I can't be acting like I can't. I don't know. I can't so, be a hypocrite about it. So yeah. the guy, one of the guys that I mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. He had like a whole crew of guy friends like od so it would happen like that he maybe he was working and then they was like yo tony like bring the bitches like come through bring your girlfriend like and i would chill with them like and it was fine but like one-on-one you don't like the one-on-one you know i personally i'm sure they wouldn't feel no type of way i don't think he felt no type of way because at the end of the day those were like his brother's brothers like before high school during high school brothers like all through college. I don't think he would feel some type of so, way. So you used to chill with them without him? Oh. It happened. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, it happened, but I wouldn't just pull up by myself. You would right. bring I would girl. bring girls Yeah, but I think just them. the fact that, like, you went. It's like, why did my bros hit you up to chill with you? Yeah, kind of I don't know. No, no, he was always invited, but let's say something pops up or if he were, he was a workaholic. Like, it would just happen mm. and we made plans. It was never like, oh, I'm not inviting him. Right, right, right. It right, was right. like, oh, we all made plans and then something right. happens and I'm like, um, but I want to go. But he had, like, a level of trust with them where, like, he didn't feel no oh, type of yeah. way that they were inviting they him. They weren't in some I'm like, no, we was all invited initially. Right. But it happened multiple occasions. Where That's he didn't something. make it. Right. He just didn't make just it. And I wanted them. to chill. Like, I, you know, I got the fit. I bought my, right. like, come you on. You already yeah. down, out everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, damn. So then not to make it, like, not awkward, like, his friends would be like, yo, just bring girls. Like, yeah. and I would just bring girls. And then okay. we would all have a good time. Sometimes he would pop up later, right? After oh, okay. his shift. Sometimes. Okay. Not all the time, though. We would just chill. But... Yeah. I feel like that's have, a did he very... ever have like that insecure moment like yo why'd you go hang yeah, out yeah cause I feel like that's a very like special that. circumstance so, like, so that happened happen multiple times that happened on one occasion <laughs> right it's happened on one occasion with one of his guy friends um, that he voiced it to me he's like yo but why you talk to him like even through Instagram and shit like that but honestly we would talk about girls cause I'm yeah. like Fake bye and she said fake bye, bitch. You're bye. Whatever, whatever. Fake bye. And anyway, so we would talk about girls. Like we would be sending each other pics of girls. Like that's what we'd be talking about. We'd be like, oh, it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, but then it's giving threesome at that point. Sending pictures is crazy. Of Instagram girls, wow, this is crazy. It's giving. I was living. Because I feel like I don't was know, sexualizing like, them girls. Right. Together. You were sexualizing yeah. them. That's a good he, point. He was trying to set it up. So like, right. when we go out, we going to run down on this girl. I stand corrected. See, this you is why we share. He was trying to figure out the type. You see what he was <laughs> trying to do there? He was trying to figure Ooh. out the type. Let's talk about it. Yeah, because, all right, hearing that, right? Hearing what she said. Like, how do you feel this if is not your current, girl... By you way, have a lot of guy friends. So now your guy friends invite your girlfriend out and they tell her to bring her friends and you're not... You were invited to, but you can't go. Is it cool if she still goes? For sure. I mean, I trust my brothers. Okay. So. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was on that type of time. Okay. Like, 
So it just, I guess. we just not gonna do it consecutive though. <laughs> yeah, like, we're not gonna do it consecutive. <laughs> yes, go so, ahead. Like, us, like our circle, mm -hmm. we have a bro code. You know what I'm saying? So say Tony meets CJ girl mm -hmm. first for the people who don't know. We call him CJ. Yeah, yeah. but say Tony Junior. We know, all right, she's off limits. Like, we already know that. Right, 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 you know right, what I'm right, right. So that's what accountability comes in. Hey, buddy, know that. We, we know, like, we know that. Yeah. Now, if it's, say, it's you, for example, you got his girl. Right. It's fair game. Right, right, like, right. You know yeah, that makes know? sense. So, like, that makes that's, sense. That's what accountability comes so right. basically to answer this, you've never been in that situation where you're friends with any people that your ex brought you around mm -hmm. or anything like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um so then this for me. <laughs> I started you? thinking about this a little. Yeah, I'm friends with Amy. I'm friends with Yeah. I don't know, like it, I don't know. It's weird because I'm also the type of person that like but I feel like you got to define like the friendship afterwards. Like if it's going to be a high and by, like, can we have a conversation? Then yeah, I could do that. Oh, and let me say after I don't see none of them anymore. After we broke up. Yeah. You don't see none of like them? Like purposely or yeah, just don't cross paths? No, we don't. No, we don't see each other. We don't plan shit. We don't chill. We it's don't done. Like, yeah, nah, you nah. can't do that. Nah. If we cross paths, like, part. oh, hey, what's good? Right, right, right. Like, it's not like right. that. So, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. was never. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Now, this made me think of something like a little bit further. If you're in a relationship with someone and they die, <laughs> mad fucking mad I know, I know, I know. Wait, <laughs> would you still be involved with like the family and everything? Yeah, I don't have kids or nothing, but like you were really close to the parents, the cousins, the siblings, whatever. Would you still come around? You're mourning together. 1,000%. Yeah. yeah, we all affected together. Okay. Yeah. And we share probably all so many together. memories together. I don't stuff. know how long that will last. That's what I was going to say. How long can you really... Because now if you move on... Right. If you, you know, trying right. to move on... You I know what I'm most saying? most families... Like, if you were had a good relationship with their, yeah. their lost one and... The family really loved you. They'll be happy to see you. Oh like, yeah, moving on. Yeah. 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 Kind of, yeah. A lot of families yeah. they be wanting you to move on yeah. too. Yeah. They be like pushing for it. Like, yeah. For okay. sure, that could mm -hmm. be your extended family now. Have you ever broken up with someone and the family still wants you around? They still reach out to you. They still contact you. Yes, absolutely. How does that feel? But I had to put never, up never barriers. Oh. <laughs> With the family, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we not. We not gonna go there. We not gonna go there. <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It got awkward, and the person even told me, like, I really don't want you doing this. And for the respect out of the him... The family told you that? No. The no, family the guy, wanted her. The family wanted oh, okay, okay. me. Yeah, the family wanted me. Like, they was t texting me, calling me, like, um, like, popping up, like, at my job, like, different stuff. Like, oh, hey, how you doing? Especially when I got um pregnant. Like, this mm -hmm. is a different... Now I'm, like... Completely, completely moved, moved on, on. Right, and you right, still right, checking right. on me but um no but i just had to form that barrier because i mean not at that time i was talking about well before but even before that he was like nah i really don't feel comfortable i was like no yeah. problem so yeah. when so when they would try to pop up i would tell them like i'm sorry he feels nah, weird and i don't want to put him in a weird position like right. you know what i'm saying like yeah they tried to pop up when i'm mm -hmm. friend it, it mm -hmm. didn't work out yeah. yeah like for me you remember like my first first like serious relationship mm -hmm. when we broke up he was stalking me oh really bad like od like yo yeah. i'm not even gonna get into stalking it, but her and then also like my friends and 
Well, I wanted Maybe to, we but should've. my family was like, "Oh, don't do that." He's just like heartbroken, and I was like, "No, but this is psychotic at no, this it point. Was like, weird. it was getting, it was getting crazy. Like it extended to us, so it was weird. Like oh, popping up on us. Yeah, like, and his mom, about her. his mom wanted like that relationship with me still, but I think just out of like, and I and I didn't mind, but it was like. Your son is stalking me. So if I talk to you even a little bit, he's going to think there's a chance. Like, I right, can't right, be affiliated right. with you yeah. at all. Yeah, and so that, that was off. unfortunate. But mm-hmm. other than that. I mean, I had um, a father tell me he was like, um, as long as you don't disrespect or harm my daughter, we'll always be good. So I feel like my energy and my vibe, like families, they, they like me. So mm-hmm. I feel like that relationship don't change. You yeah. know, as long as you don't disrespect, you know, your partner, their child, you know. Yeah. So be good. good one. That was great. All right. <laughs> we this, haven't heard these songs in a while. This, so. this next topic is heavy. Okay. It's about Neo. And okay. we're going to be here for a while. Let me put the hookah down. Oh. Oh, wait, you want All right. So I'm going to play. <laughs> right. That's exactly what that is. So basically, Neo did an interview with Gloria Velez on Vlad TV. And he was talking about um, when you have children. You know, now we're in a a climate where people get to identify as whatever they want. You could be a woman and identify as a man, vice versa. You could be a tree. You could be a fish. You could be whatever the fuck you want to be. (laughs) Um, And so basically he came out and said, and we'll insert the clip, but I'll just summarize it here. I do you really think it's right for your five year old son to just come to you and say that he wants to be a girl? He's like, I don't think that a child can make that decision. Now, if he gets older mentally mature and he wants to make that decision for himself that's fine i'm not gonna love him any less but as a child he, he just feels like parents they don't know how to parent anymore now it's like too free it's like your little child says they want to identify something else and you're quick to be like okay i support it and now we're giving them medication to change their hormones change their yeah. bodies and it's just like they're not mature enough to know what's even going on and you as the parent you have the ability to make the appropriate decision and you're not doing it. So he got a lot of backlash on that. Um, I just want to first talk about, like, what are your thoughts on that comment, those comments that he made? If anybody wants to go first. I think um, you just kind of stepping out and making that comment out loud. It goes it goes a long way, you know. Um, it's hard to at this it's a very, you know, yeah. a very sensitive, interesting topic, especially in today's world where, you know, there's so much going on. Our, our times is definitely changing and, you know, we have to become more like accepting of everything. For me personally, um, my older brother, he's gay. Um, we grew up together. Everything was always good. We never had no type of conflict or anything. Um, I just say for me, for me personally, right, I say for the children that I bring into this world and like I have a daughter now. Mm-hmm. I would want her to, you know, get older, get married to a guy, have kids. But when she, I don't think, I, I don't think I'm comfortable with having that conversation with her at seven or eight or five, because I feel like there's probably more things for me to learn. And there's definitely a lot for her to learn. But I'll say like, when she gets older and a little bit more consciously aware of her mm. surroundings, her environment, if that's a route that she truly wants to go, I'm going to accept her. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. always going to be my daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just say, you know, let's just try to have those conversations when we're 
a little bit older, with a little bit more aware, a little bit more like education around it, you know, a little more knowledge behind it. Yeah. And I feel like that's all he was really trying to say, but we are in such a sensitive time. Absolutely. Where yeah. everything is like, oh no, homophobic, he's against trans rights. And it's like, right. he said to do whatever you want to do. Right. But with my family right. and how I think I want to do things with my children, this is how I think it's, you know, how we should do it. Right. Now, Tony actually has kids. So I wanted yeah. your take on this because you're also so, a nurse and you You've been seeing a lot of this happen too in the hospital. Yeah. So what's happening in the hospital, because remember I told you, is now we have parents who are requesting that you do not refer to their newborn as he or she. Yes. They don't want you to use any of those pronouns except they, them, Them. Mm -hmm. until that's their belief. They don't want you to identify them as he or she until they... You know, their belief is until they become of age and they decide right. what they are or when they get a little older and they start to identify. So that's what's going on in the climate, in the hospital right now. Was there ever a time um, like, well, probably not, you wouldn't know, but maybe like if that child got older and then wanted to go a different path, like how does that go back with the parents? What do you mean? Like you see how they they want to be um, identified as them and they. Mm-hmm. Like as, when as they get newborns. right okay. when they get older and they don't want to be identified as that. Like what you do you know? Any, do you have it heard about anything about their relationship with them and the parents afterwards? No, because no. I, I, me personally, I don't um, work with kids or children. I'm an adult mm-hmm. nurse, so right. I don't experience that. Um, the only thing I've experienced with right now is like transgenders in the hospital. And how we treat them. Like, there's a whole different, like, care plan. Like, how they get roomed and et cetera. Like, and it's constantly changing. Like, that, that's what I have experienced. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with kids. But mm-hmm. that's just something that was taught to us yeah. um, as, a, like, a new policy. Right? Because they have to keep educating us as climate changes in the hospital. Like, so just as a nurse in general, they just give us education on this is what's happening now in the hospital. You are not to refer to a child. As he or she, unless the parent says so. How do they name them when they're born? Yeah, they are they naming, naming them? them? No, my name is Tony. You can have no, a. No, that's what I'm saying though, but you're yeah. saying that they not identifying them as. Yo, are they naming their children then? So, yeah, they, I'm sure they named their children, oh, but it's just in. It's just yeah. the pronouns. It's just the pronouns. Okay, they're not yeah. saying he or she. Yeah, because they can pick gender neutral names. Right, right, right. I don't know if they're going the, all that route. Okay, I mean, I would imagine. So if you're going hard to be hope. like, refer to my newborn as they, yeah. them, yeah. I'm assuming you're probably going to pick a gender neutral name. It would yeah. make sense. It would to make do sense. That, but like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. They're actually also, because he also um, referenced the bill that they passed in California that said that um, parents have to kind of support the identity of the children. So whatever the child says that they want to identify as, mm. the parent has to do that, especially like if there's a custody battle. Like if the parent doesn't, support their child's identity and then like they won't get visitation rights they could probably get fined or locked wow. up so it's like a thing mm-hmm. it's becoming a thing i just wonder and we probably don't have this answer like at what age does that start you know what i'm saying because piggybacking off what you That's said what yeah i feel like my child even today and not to get all nitty-gritty but hmm. um i was using the bathroom right no was it today no it was another day i was using the bathroom I have my friend. Mm-hmm. So then my son is in the bathroom and is like, mommy, like if your child can't understand what's going on reproductively with you mm. and can't identify those things and what it really means, right. not mm-hmm. soulfully what gender means, but 
physically. Right. What does that mean? What does that look like? And they can't define that for themselves yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should right. be able to yep. also make I mean, that choice. That you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it really ran through my head. I'm like, wow, my son really, I mean, obviously he's four. He don't know. But he was asking me questions and it did roll in my head like, wow, he he really don't know about these things. He's going to have to learn about these things and I'm going to have to teach him about these things. Yeah. But he's not there yet. Like he's right. he don't have like all the this social media and all these platforms. It's like mm-hmm. I feel like they're learning quicker than us yes. because they have the accessibility to get yes. to it. So. We might learn something at 18 that they learning at 10. Mm-hmm. Because they think they learning at that's 10. That's a perfect. Because they all got phones. They, a lot of these yes. kids got phones now. TikTok. What? Is, TikTok <laughs> is great because I've learned so much on TikTok, but it's also Scary giving kids so much exposure to things that we did not have exposure Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And they want to just join this trend. Like my hairdresser, her daughter's 14 and she came out and said she wanted to be a man. And my head just was like, no, I'm not putting you on medication. I'm not giving you those hormones to change your body. You're only 14 years old. You don't know that that's what you really want to do. You're changing your style every week. Every week, one week you want to be gothic. Another week you want to be like a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't even know what's going on. Come to find out like a month later, she was like, yeah, I changed my mind. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't know what mm-hmm. I was thinking. And she's like, imagine if I would have put you on that medication. Right. A lot of people have gone on that medication and I've seen it on TikTok too. They've come out. They've been on the medication. And then they end up severely depressed. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't want to do it's this. Their body has already changed. Change. Yeah, right, hormonal, right, and they right. kill themselves. Like oh, it's full man. out stories mm-hmm. on this shit. So but it's to, like give it time. But to the correct way, like when you want to identify as something, the correct way to go about it before you start meds, and a good doctor will put you through this process. Is you are supposed to go to therapy mm. first. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go to therapy, go through counseling. It's not like, okay, you go to the doctor and, hey, I want this now. And, okay, here. No, it doesn't work that way. You need to see a therapist. You need to see a psychologist to really see why you're feeling this way and what's Mm -hmm. going on and where did it stem from. And then you start to get on the road to to going in that direction if, you know, it's not like a so spontaneous reaction. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's found sometimes that maybe you just identify with masculinity. It's not necessarily like you You want to be be a man. man. (laughs) Maybe you just, there's there's more masculine women out there and not, and not physically, like not like they want to wear like, you know, guys clothes. No, they can look like me and Natalie, but they just identify like more with the masculinity, like self. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I hundred percent agree with Neo. Like, yeah, because hey. at the end of the day, like, yeah, you, yeah. like your child is a child, say, right? You know what I'm saying. You can't allow your child to just do what they want to do when they turn eighteen. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. really quickly, I want to read before we have to take a break. Um, Neo's response. Oh. So he says, this shit is getting out of hand from the horse's mouth. I will not be bullied into apologizing for having an opinion. Agreeing to disagree is not a declaration of war. Lord knows I ain't perfect. I've made my mistakes indeed. And I've apologized to the people I've hurt for those mistakes. I couldn't cast a stone if I wanted to, which I don't. And I haven't. My intention is never to offend anybody, but my opinion is mine and I'm entitled to it. I don't care what y'all do with yours. That's yours. This is how I feel. If one of my seven kids, I didn't know he had seven kids, by the way. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, that right. 
one of my Listen, seven kids were to, songs, were to decide that he or she wanted to be something other than what they were born as. Once they're old enough and mature enough to make that decision, so be it. Not going to love them any less. But this isn't even a discussion until they are mentally mature enough to have the discussion. Period. Point blank. Whatever. Y'all do you because I'm going to do me. Let's agree to check, disagree. Check and check. I think that was check. great. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah. I do not disagree with anything. Yeah, go ahead. We need to get him a mic. No, I think he gave an example. I think he has like he has little kids. I don't know. Example about five, five to seven. Yeah, five. Yeah. All right, so five to seven. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. Yeah. Was twelve, right? When she decided that she wanted to do that. My question. It's so appropriate to have that type if we're gonna put a number on it, I would because, say if you don't you know want them saying, drinking like, until twenty one or smoking until what is it eighteen? I think around that time, maybe yeah. because it's like, but you can give them medications to change their entire body, but they right. can't have alcohol right, or right, do right, drugs. Right, right, right. So it's like that's just me. I wouldn't know what the age is because you know, guys. No offense, y'all. Guys and girls <laughs> mature differently, and a woman. She may know she's not a woman and she may be 14, yeah. 15 years old yeah, already. But, what, but what's <laughs> important, what's important is that you open to the conversation. That's the mm-hmm. part we're not saying. Mm-hmm. Be open to the conversation and be respectful with your child and don't just like say, oh no, like at first. Right. Like we saying that, but I personally wouldn't, child. yeah, I personally would not approach it that way. I would say like, listen, we're going to talk about it. We're going to continue to talk about it. We're going to get a therapist involved. We're going to have those conversations. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, you want this. You want it now. I'm saying no right now. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like anytime you come into a decision, do your homework. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do the research, understand every, everything around it, and then you make a decision. Don't just go based off impulse, and don't just go based off of what you're seeing on television or on your phone. Yeah. Do the, do the actual work and really sit down with yourself or sit down, like you said, with a therapist and really talk it over, and then you make that decision. Mm-hmm. You know? A little transition. Hey. I like that he be into it. <laughs> it's all <right>. <laughs> Okay, right. singing on so, yeah, we're gonna have to show them the video though, no? Because they don't know. What video? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna show the video. Okay. All right, so there was you probably saw it on Instagram, I'm not sure, but basically a woman was gambling and she lost her <laughs> Rolex in the in the exchange, I guess. And this was her reaction. I'm gonna just play it real quick. Okay, so basically he was just trying to contain so her. basically she's trying to press up on him up on her man and say you gotta go step to that nigga and get my rollie back I, what I do want to mention, though, that yeah. we that nobody was talking about and someone yeah. mentioned in the comments and I had to go back was she said, you're the one that lost it. So you oh. better get it back. Oh, that's but, different. That's different. But stop, shout out to Spiritual World because y'all left that part out in the quotations of this. Mm. Right. Oh, and so everybody uh, was quick to write. I didn't hear that shit. I, didn't know I heard it because I went back it? and yeah. That changes the whole story. That changes the whole story. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. But we're going to pretend because we're not going <laughs> to act. 
Like, <laughs> what, there aren't women who exist like this, mm-hmm. who get themselves into compromising situations and then expect their man to bail so them like, out. Right. And to that point, I just wanted to read another comment that someone had said that I thought was beautifully written. Mm. Part of protecting a woman is telling her no to yep. protect her from herself. So he should have stopped her from gambling in the first place. This is what it looks like when a woman tells you you can't tell her what to do. She only sees you as a man when it's time to fix her mistakes. Mm. The same mistakes you tried to prevent in the first place. I'm going to give him some gunshots for that. Because when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to say right there, tell her no from the beginning. Yeah, oh, what? But yeah, so apparently he was the one that lost it, whatever. But again, we're going to pretend yeah, that let's stick with the initial <coughs> narrative. The initial narrative. That she is okay. the one that, w- let's pretend that she really was the one that was gambling. Right. So, and yeah. Okay. What is the line between holding someone accountable for their actions and then understanding the emotional impact that they may be experiencing from that? Like, obviously, she was upset because she lost the watch. Right. And then she reacted the way she reacted. Can we have empathy for her reacting that way or no? Because she should have been able to handle those consequences when she decided to gamble her her watch to begin with. You want to go? You want me to she go? She could have had <laughs> empathy for it, but I feel like once she raised her hand to swing tough. on him. That was tough. That's tough. That's very tough. Oh, man. And like we were saying, like the narrative says, she put the rollie up in a street gamble. Right. Which is like, why are you even doing all that? Why are you a and woman gambling like, like, in this street? Like, how much a like, rollie? How much a rollie cost? Like thousands, thousands, yeah, more. Yeah, you don't put no rollie up in no gamble at all, because especially when it's on the street, once it's gone, it's gone. It's over. They're not giving that shit it's back. Gone, it's gone. And I'm gonna tell you a story. I was in D.C. one time many years back. Went out there for Howard Homecoming, and I came into a, across a similar street gamble, and they work in a team. Okay, yeah. so when the audience come and they say, "Yo, do this and do that," and they tap in with you, they all together. Okay, yeah. I found out that the hallway. Mm-hmm. I did the first bet, ten dollars. <laughs> I won. Did the second bet, ten dollars. I won. Oh yeah, I'm good. Everybody like, "Yo, up the bet, up the bet." You know, gassing me up, gassing me up. I put a hundred dollars up. Everybody sizing me up, like, "Yo, pick that one, pick that one, pick that one, pick that one." I picked that one. I lost hundred dollars. Gone. When they took my hundred, the game is over. <laughs> Everybody's going. I can't chase the dude down the block and be like, yo, let me get my hundred back. I put it up. I lost it. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter what you put up. House, car, Rolex is gone. There's no getting that back. But in the beginning, before she even did that, baby girl, you're not putting no rollie up. We're not doing that at all. If we don't got no more bread, we don't got no more bread. That's it. We're not about to put a rollie up, especially yeah. if we spent however much on it. We're not about to do that. Mm-hmm. And then once we having that back and forth and you telling me like, oh, it's my watch. It's my watch. I could do what I want to do. Do you? By all means, yeah. let me do your thing. Mm-hmm. But once it's gone, no, we out. We're not about to go chase these guys down, this and that, and get it back. Because yeah. they're not giving it back to you. And and in what world does it make sense for him to put his neck out against I don't know how many niggas is more there. than one? Does that make any Absol- sense? It's that absolutely more no than one. Sense. I'm telling you, you right have now. The best hands. <laughs> yep. it's you more could than be one. a professional boxer, and there's if there's five six, like yeah. you gonna get run down. And you doing it with your lady too. So let's say she jump in right now, yeah. they hit her. Yeah. Not, not only you putting your neck out, that. but now her, she's not gonna be safe neither because y'all both in a real unsafe situation. Like, absolutely. Have you guys ever been in a situation like that? No. <laughs> Me personally, I'm a gambler. I okay. Can. I've been in a situation, though. I've been in a situation. 
family, you know what I'm saying? One doing better, whatever. Lost. So now, obviously, you know, the person that won the bread, like, yo, pay me. The nigga who lost is like, nah, go get your gun. Oh. Straight like that. Go get your gun. I'm not giving you nothing. Yeah, that's happening. We all just sitting there like, so it's over. What, what happens then? Right, right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But there's a situations like that, like like you said, in gambling. Not to say dude don't got the money, but like it was on some like I'm a gambler if I if he would have won, he would have definitely I want my money. Mm-hmm. If he would have he lost clearly and he told sons to go get his gun. Because he had his on him. Yeah. And he's ready to Yeah. You know what sure. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. just situations like that. Like, you got to know, like you said, you got to know who you're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So as a man, do you feel the need, let's take gambling aside, right? Do you always feel the need to protect your girl when your girl's the one who does some stupid shit to begin with? Are you always going to be a protector, for sure, no matter what. Like, they, they didn't show no signs where, like, they put hands on her or anything mm-hmm. like that. It just seemed like she was trying to reach for it, and they were just pulling away and then right, going that way. Right. You're always going to be protective of her. But I feel like, like I said, in the beginning, that Rolex would have never got put up. Right. Point right. blank. But at what because point? Because that's also us protecting her. Mm-hmm. Because right. they, they're not betting. I mean, if they was, then they was. But a lot of times, they bet $20, $100. Because, like I said, it's on the street. Right. You're not in the casino. You didn't go to the Mohegan Sun or nothing like that. You're on the street. Mm-hmm. And... Ain't no security You don't know who in. these people are, right? Ain't no help. You know what I'm saying? So once you put up that type of money or that type of like, you know, watching stuff, it's a wrap. They taking that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gone. But where are your boundaries in terms of like women getting you into some shit? Yeah, like if where, that's something where does that the line, where does the line cross? Then yeah. nah, you can't be in a relationship with that person. Right. Sure. Like if it's constantly happening, yeah. that's, that's wild. Because in a sense, she putting you in danger. No, she mm-hmm. is. That's what I'm Absolutely. saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. And it's like, like you're supposed to just bail her out whenever she does some dumb shit. Yeah. But it's like, no. And the way that video looked like, don't seem like that was the first time that they've ever had that type of conflict. Mm-hmm. So you might want to go have a conversation with her. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He was way too calm for the situation. He was, like, like, he was just like, he's seen, he seen it before. He's seen it before. He's seen it before. And he didn't want it. Again, there was more than one person that he was going to have to fight. He was trying to be as calm as They are in cahoots. They are in cahoots. I had another situation. Man, I came in too many situations. I had another situation in Atlanta. And a guy came in. And they was doing the same thing, like playing the audience. And later on, as the course of the event went on, I seen them all together, chilling, hanging out. So I said, oh, they the money that you won was just all in the pot. Mm-hmm. But I was the one who lost. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they all together. They all together. Learned that on Fordham Road growing up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. They're going to let you win in the Straight beginning up. because yep. that gets you more involved <laughs> into day. the game. Oh, yeah, I won like three in a row. I'm, I'm a beast at this. Yeah, let me put a little bit more bread down because I'm good now. Oh, yeah, put that bread down. Yeah, we got him. Mm-hmm. We got him. Oh, the $100, man. Yeah, we need him. And it's a wrap. And then yeah. they're going, game's over now. Mm-hmm. Game's over now. That's it. Yeah. That's how I saw them. Love and light to them. <laughs> if they're still together after all that, I guarantee they are. They probably are. They like that shit. They probably like that shit. The close up on Curse, every every transition song. Nah, because he be vibing. He be vibing. I want to get a little bit into you now, personal, um, because you do have your brand and I want to highlight that. Yeah, facts. So we want to talk, I guess, to start, where did the idea come from? How long have you been doing it? Where did the idea come from? Yeah. 
So we've been saying nothing to something since we was in high school. Mm. Like me and this guy. Um, it's always been our model. Like when we used to go outside, we never had like no type of expectation, ex- expectations for anything. We were just mm-hmm. maximizing our time, adjusting to any type of environment, just having fun. We never was like coming home with regrets. It was just like, yo, we going to this place, but we don't really know how's it going to be. Probably not going to be too many girls there. I don't know if they got drinks, but it's like, it didn't matter. Right. So we're going to turn nothing to something. So that's always been our line every oh, I time. I like that. That's cute. So that's how we used to just yeah, en- like enjoy that. ourselves. And I mean, I wish we would have marketed it when we was in high school, but you know. it was. still can. What's up? We ain't no, no, not in high school no more. Well, no, I'm saying you saying <laughs> I'm saying you still want to market it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Yeah, we marketing um, now. Um, so we had um we wanted to like open up like a bar and grill and we wanted to call it nothing to something bar and grill. I actually got the plaque downstairs in my office. I have a bar in my office, so the plaque is actually called nothing to sound bar and grill. So that's like one of our long-term things coming nice. coming soon. We in um, there. The minute absolutely. it opens, we absolutely. in there. Oh, let us know. So um, so yeah, so we was a part of a prior brand and, you know, things went another route, which I'm honestly grateful for because it was able to open up this route because mm-hmm. um, we were so passionate about it. So I was just like, you know, playing with a different fonts and I was telling the bros, I'm like, yo, we really going to take off. We're really going to take off. We're really going to take off. So I started thinking about like rocket ships and stuff like that. So I'm going through the fonts and I found like the NASA font and I was like, perfect. Like this is exactly the route we're trying to go. And we started calling each other astronauts. Cause we was kept saying like, yo, we're going to take off. And we kept saying this, this favorite quote. We used to always say, earth is a mess. So we out of here. Mm. That was like our biggest thing we used to always say all the time. So it was like, all right, yeah, we got the NASA font. Like we call each other astronauts. Like, so now how do we like market and give names to like our, our clothing? Cause since we're saying like earth is a mess and we out of here, that means we're bringing a different perspective to clothing. Mm-hmm. So we started putting stuff on different sides and, and naming stuff. So when we did the track suits, we called them space suits. And when we did the girl suits, we called them gravity suits. And then the shirts, we called them rocket, rocket shirts, sweatpants, jet leg pants. So we've just been kind of just taking off ever since there. And I'm always like, they could tell you I'm moving, moving, moving. Like I'm always networking. I'm always on the go, like, mm-hmm. I don't stop. Like, my work ethic is crazy. So, I mean, right now, like I said, we've only we've only been out for five months. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been thinking, like, we've been out for so many years. And I'm like, nah, it's just our work ethic is just different. Yeah, because I would think you guys were kind of solidified yeah. in this for years. The way, like, even the way you showed up to the pop-up shop and you had your team with you, the merch yeah. looks amazing. It's good yeah. quality. Like, I was so, having a conversation with, like, millionaires. And it was like, yo, you definitely been doing this for, like, a couple years. And I said, nah. Five months. It's crazy. It was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I wasn't doing this in five months. And I'm, hey, listen. You had, so you sent me your other page. Say the name of the page again so people free, can follow Free it. Your Mind. Free Your Mind. It's so good. He like rants, but it's awesome. I love that. You had a video where you were talking about how important it is to have like leaders around you. Can you like, I guess, talk about that a little bit more and then how important it is in terms of what you're trying to do and build? So I tell the bros all the time, like... They're not, they're not employees. We're all leaders. We're all partners. And you have to tell your team that, right? You have to inspire your team to be that way because let's say, let's say, God forbid, I'm not present. Mm-hmm. The mission remains the same. Mm-hmm. So they can't be employees because if they're under you, then how can they take over? So if we're all leaders, that means no matter who's at the forefront, we're always going to be good. Like no matter what. So you have to build like that foundation, build that partnership and like give them that inspiration to know, like, listen, you guys are going to be good without me. That's why like a lot of times 
I'll send a certain task to them. Listen, you're going to hold down this. Like, we bought a basketball team in White Plains, Ferris World Bowl. That was his project. He was the leader of that. So we was all going to him for that. I have another person running the page, like, with all the social media and stuff. He's the leader for that. Mm-hmm. Then I have the um, our designer. He's the leader of that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put people, you have to put your people in places Sorry. to win. Yeah. And because no matter what, like, like I said, if if I can't do it, they have to have the tools right. to be able to do it because their mission remains the same. We have to take off. We can't have no gaps because the world is not going to wait for you. Right. We got to go get the world right now while we hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's just, How much bitch? does this resonate? I'm gonna go in right no. now. It's a therapy oh, session now. Just... And hold on. Uh, free free stands for fulfilling, realistic, effective expectations. Nice. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I literally. Listen, we were just having the same conversation with each other the other day. And I know she had the conversation with Ed too, like <sighs> verbatim. We had a mini conversation again today. What is your role? What is, like, what what are you bringing to the table? What do you want to bring to the table? Where do you see yourself? Like, everyone got to step up. You know what it is? Go time. It's like, like, and this is probably, it's my fault too, because I've always been the type of person that like, I'll take on the leadership role and then I'm afraid to give up control because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want shit to get fucked up. Right. Yeah. So are you going to say something? Oh, well, uh, send them a video talking about team uh, leadership and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can send that because it be it's just like hard to give up control. But then it's like I need the help. Like now, if we're trying to grow to a different level, I can't be the only one yeah, doing shit. Yeah. It's 1, fucking exhausting. Yeah. And there's days like I'm already have my hands like with the pop up. That's a lot. Like I'm talking to over 20 vendors all the time. They're hitting me Mm -hmm. up for shit. I had to make all the flyers. It's a lot of fucking work. work. That's why I had to take a break from this. But it's like, if I can't be somewhere, if I can't be at a certain event and you're able to to go go and represent for us, because I can't be, I can't do everything. I want a day off too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. And I say like the best way to learn is observational and the best experience is practical. So like a lot of times when I'm doing certain things, I'm going to bring them with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, I want him to come with me because let's say there's a podcast that somebody wants to talk to into us. Mm-hmm. He needs to be able to see what's going on because I need him in this chair. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we can't we can't have delays because, like I said, they're not waiting for us. We have to get them while while, while we got them now. Yeah. So I say, like, whenever you're trying to do anything and stuff like that, like with the control and stuff like that, keep them next to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they watch. No, lately you. I have. I'm like. When I get now, when I get to a point where it's like too much, I'm like, wait a minute, but why am I overwhelmed? I have two right. other people that I can yeah. hit up. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. am I overwhelmed? You have if we to, end this together, to that tasks. should not be in overwhelmed. Yeah. So okay. I've been leaning on her more mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I and can hold trust them accountable. her. And, and holding them accountable, them accountable too. Because it's like, yes. if we say we want to do this, we say, I know like for her, she loves being a nurse. So I'm not yeah. going to take that away from her. Right. I don't want to continue my nine to five and right. I have two jobs. So I would like to quit both of them. Sure. He wants sure. to quit his full-time job. So do but I. we can't keep saying that we want to quit our jobs, but we're doing bare minimum shit. Uh-huh. Or we're like, oh, yeah, I want to do this, but I don't have time. Oh, I want to do this, but make the fucking time. I don't want to hear it no more. Like, this it's year, no I don't want to fucking hear shit. We just got to fucking do it. You want to be a millionaire, you got to make million-dollar yeah. moves. Yeah, you it's like, what you mean? You don't have time, but I have time, I have time to go out and smoke hookah. Right. Yeah. You feel me? And I'm holding myself accountable to that, too. about no excuses. Like, I tell, I tell I the team all the time, and I tell them to hold me accountable, too. If I say that I'm doing, if I say that I'm doing this and y'all see that it didn't get done, 
Just because y'all see me as CEO, that's what they call me in the chat, CEO, y'all can still hold me accountable. Yes. Because I'm going to hold you accountable. Yes. Like, I've been flying out. I had, like, vacations, like, back-to-back vacations. And I was text them and make sure, like, we still had goals that be, need to be met. And if they didn't meet them, it's a no, no excuses. You just didn't. Like why didn't there's no excuse. It? Like nah. excuses to me are bullshit. Cause it's like you make time for what you want to make time for. Right. Absolutely. There are mothers who have three kids. They still wake up at five a.m. They still go to the gym. They still raise their kids. They still mm. do what they gotta do. You just didn't fucking take the time to do it. You didn't prioritize. One thousand. So it's like, I guess for you now, how do you hold people accountable without being an asshole? Cause I worry that I'm coming on too strong and I'm being a bitch. I'm. Bl- Let me answer. It. <laughs> I'm I'm assertive and blunt. Like mm-hmm. I'm direct. I don't really know any other way around mm-hmm. it. I've been that way with them for so long. And like, you know, we done had conflicts as brothers, but I stand on what I stand on. Because I know that and I and I tell them, I'm going to get you out there. Point blank. We're going, we're going to make it. All you gotta do is believe. And I'm going to show you all the proof because I can back up what I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. Because time and time again, I'm showing you, yo, we did this. Yo, we did that. Yo, we did this. Like, we're going down to Atlanta. We're going to Invest Fest, hosted by Earn Your Leisure, August 25th to the 27th. The team, I was like, yo, we looking for Airbnbs. I seen the team in the chat. They was all looking for Airbnbs, trying to get the money together. I sent a message. I said, Airbnb is done. Put your money back in your pocket. That's how I move. So they they believe in me. They call, He called me. Brady, like he was like, you able to go. He's like, yo, we got your back. All you're going to do is finish it. So I lead by example. Mm-hmm. And so that they know, like, when I, when I say what I say, I mean it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if not, the mission still remains the same. And mm-hmm. you either going to get on board for yeah. it or you're not. I'm also super and- impatient, too. <sighs> like, if I tell you Monday... I want this. I'm expecting it Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, so Tuesday, where the fuck is it? Why isn't it done? Yeah. Do I need to chill? Your mind has changed on Sunday, though. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Now, what I was going to say is that um, going back to what oh, yeah. you said about... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just said um, Will Smith's... Yeah, you oh, can put it on the mic. Things It's like, it's at your right hand. Like... Your friends are who you're with every day um, will make or break your dreams. Yeah. You cannot build a Empire, career nothing. and um, you, you probably, you know, I'm going to speak specifically from my experience, but you probably can't do much of anything in this life at a high level without a rock solid team. It's a team sport. And there's a couple of really critical things. It's like, who is at your right hand? Like, who your friends are, who you're with every day, um, will make or break your dreams. You cannot build. I think that's the same thing. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna touch on two things. One, I'm gonna go back to what you said about when you asked him, "How do you handle being assertive, being mm-hmm. respectful?" Thankfully, since you have a long term relationship, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going off of our experience. Mm-hmm. I know. That she don't mean to be too like attitude or whatever you want to say it. Right. She's just saying what she wants to get done. She's and passionate. she's passionate. Yeah, it's passion. Yeah. So I feel like even though she still be holding back, like and trying her best to be respectful, I feel like even if she wasn't, quote unquote wasn't, yeah. I still wouldn't take it that way. Because right. yeah. I know why she's saying it. 
And if she does have to get to that level, then maybe I didn't do something. I'm asking for it. You understand? So I feel like you probably have that same experience that they've known you for so long. They really know your core. And even when you are being, you know, a little extra, they don't take it to, there's no sensitivity. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never, I mean, have I been ever since? No, I just be worried about it. But I think me and you are fine. Sometimes it's me and him that be going. (laughs) Yeah, we be good. Like Like a lot of times they'll say like, I'm a cancer. Like my birthday. Oh my god, me too. So a lot of times, like when I when I do put that energy in the chat, they'd be like, "Oh, here you go being a cancer." But they know yeah, that and I still so stay, I'm still standing. Yeah, on get it done. It. I don't give a fuck. I'm get still standing on it because they already know, and nobody doing more than me. So how you gonna give me an excuse? Because if I gave you an excuse, we're not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. You want to say, "Yo, you got kids? I got a kid too." You want to say you got work? I had work too. You had to go over here. I had to do this too. Mm-hmm. We can't elevate and we can't go nowhere without the work getting done. Exactly. So I mean, if you still want to stay in your same situation, you right. still want to work that fine. nine to five stay there. and still be in that struggle, go ahead and do your thing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be winning on this side, right? So you can either fall in line and do what you got to do because you see what I'm doing. So it's not like I'm not doing anything, or you could just sit there, sit around and watch. Mm-hmm. So now to. So now piggyback off that and now Mm -hmm. respond to the Will Smith thing. We also had a conversation about filtering people and things in our lives. Because it's weighing us the fuck down. You know? And it's like... That circle tight. And like... And I told her... I told her and we had multiple conversations like that. Like, I need this bitch in my life because... As we've been in our different seasons, there's From when things, we were nine years old. Yes. I feel the need to mention yeah. that. Yeah. Because think about when you were nine up until now. How many changes, different. how many life experiences you different. went through. completely. Wow. And we still manage yes. to be here. But, but I can say, at least in every other season we've been in, I've seen something that she's doing and I'd be like, Oh, I need to do that shit. Like, right, you right, read, right. I need to read. Like, yeah. I need to do that. I need to do Tap that. In. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. And then now, I was telling her that I was like, in the break room or I was somewhere at my job and I'm reading my book and everybody's like, Tony, you reading? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm reading. Why Absolutely. aren't you reading? Expanding my mind. The fuck? Like, no, no, oh, you really read People a book? People do that like, to me I'll be like, yes, I'm reading. Even on the get train. The scissors. Go right. get the scissors. Even on the train <laughs> or the bus and that's why sometimes like, you know, like I know that's my workspace or whatever, but you know, I just, I don't put myself out there everywhere. You know, like my energy is not for everything and it's not for everybody. Like it's for select few. But again, going back to what he's saying, snip, snip. Cut them off. Filter it out. Shed shed the fat. Okay, shed the fat. Yeah. If it's not if it's not bringing you like no benefits, if they don't support you, if they're not bringing you no opportunity, they just a waste of time. Yes. I want I want people in my life to inspire me. Like, oh, you doing that? Oh, that's fire. Like, how you did that? I want people to teach me things. I want people to like just uplift me. I don't want nobody like. You know, the naysayers. Yeah. I'm over that. Oh, why are you I'm doing so, that? Like, just chill. Don't question just me. Just enjoy. Like, just go with the vibe. Go yeah. with the flow. It's like, Somebody no. Somebody told me, no. they said, if you're the smartest in the, if you're the, smartest in the room, you're, you're in the wrong room. You're not in the wrong room. room. Yeah, absolutely. What? I want everybody to be teaching me something. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be a sponge. You got to be a sponge in this world. <laughs> you said two more topics? Please do more. One. We can reset right now. We could. Yeah, let's reset right now. Okay, bye. There it goes. Personally, I think each person requires a different leadership style. 
Like they need, oh, a, yeah. they need, you know what I'm saying? Not, you can't lead the same way for each individual person. Mm-hmm. So that's also important to understand the person that's yeah. following you, what they need from you as a leader. Right. So that's mm-hmm. very important. That's all and I think yeah, as yeah, a leader, yeah. like you said, you got to have like empathy because everybody works. Like you mm-hmm. said, everybody is different. So his pace could be different from somebody else. So I can't talk to them the same way, mm-hmm. you know, or they mm-hmm. can't talk to me the same way because everybody's, you know, everybody's different. Everybody moves at their own pace. Yeah. It's like playing sports. Like you can coach a certain kid, like, and you can just like yell at him, like, "Yo, you fucking do this, do this." Right, right, right. And another kid, you gotta be like, "Yo, put your arm around him," and like, "Yo, this is where you messed up and did this." So that's that's an important. Right. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that comes with building that rapport and you know understanding like everybody's strength and weaknesses too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of, it's pretty much going with the flow of what we were saying because I already mentioned that I was reading that goddess book. Yeah. It's a goddess warrior book. Um, I forgot the author. It's in my bag, though. It's always with me. <laughs> I just finished it today, and I'm so sad, but I'm going to read it again because it's just a great book. Um, so basically, it's basically like a guide, and it gives you so much instruction in terms of self-development and just changing your narrative in general. A lot with self-talk, a lot with like uh, family trauma, like how to release yourself from that and how to really like uplift yourself, like Mm. really become a goddess, like really and not just become like a goddess, like believe you a goddess because it's different. Like you could come here, you could make it moves. But if inside you really don't Mm. feel that. You ain't really getting nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like there's multi-million dollar people out there. And they, you know, sadly, they off themselves because they not there. You right. understand? You're not there mentally. So there's this one exercise that I just wanted to reflect on a little bit. And it's just, again, changing the narrative that you tell yourself. So each and every one of us can think of a situation that we may be in now or that we have been previously. And if we were able to change the narrative on how we telling ourselves that story, it would have been so much more like positive, positively impactful to us. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, an example would be like, um, after a breakup, right? Let's say you were with that person forever after a breakup. Um, the, the narrative that you're telling your little girlfriends or whatever is we kept arguing and I couldn't take it anymore. And we just separated. But the narrative that you should be telling yourself is that we disagreed a lot, but now we're taking advantage of the opportunity to work on ourselves. Mm. So, You can do that with almost anything in your life. There was even an example about a woman who was like stage three, stage four cancer. And it ran in her family, ovarian cancer. But you know what? She changed the narrative. She says, you know what? My family before me hasn't figured out what like my gene pool is supposed to do with this. But you know what? I'm going to continue to learn about my disease and help my generation that comes after me on how am I supposed to contribute to society? Why am I going through this in a positive way? Right. Like what are, what are some things that they haven't tried? Right. Is it a diet? Is it this? And so she is looking at herself as a true ancestor. Like Mm. I'm going to contribute to my gene pool. Right. Oh my God, that's fucking powerful. So powerful. So it's just, so I I mentioned (laughs) that because it's just like, it can really go with anything. Cause that's like health, is wealth and that's like the most like I feel most important thing that people don't value. Mm-hmm. And if you can change the narrative to having cancer, like you, you I know, know that's, that, yeah, that's yeah, powerful. Yeah. Then you could change your narrative with anything else, you know? And um 
yeah, it just really resonated with me being in the hospital. And I see all these sick people, very young, mm -hmm. some very old. And it just always resonates with me. Like, I could change my story. I could change my story. Like, so has there been anything now to give it to you guys? It could be something that maybe you didn't change the narrative. Maybe you should have changed the narrative. Maybe something that's been stuck on you a little bit that maybe you can change the narrative of now. Like, or maybe you have changed the narrative before. I so. feel like I'm always changing the narrative. <laughs> like, every day. But then it's like, I, I always want to... Okay, so when I when I commit mistakes, I really, like, internalize it. And I'm like, wow, I'm a terrible person. How could I do that? Right. I wasn't raised to do that. Why am I thinking like that? Oh, my God, my ego must be so inflated. I can't handle anything. Why do I react that way? But it's like, I'm okay. I give myself grace. And I just say, yo, I'm human. Ooh. I'm learning. I want to be better. I'm trying to be better, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I'm going to be better like this. Right. Like, I'm not going to be better every single day. I may go the whole day and be great. And then maybe at nighttime something happens and I fuck up. And it's right. like, fuck it. I'm going to just have to eat that and do better tomorrow. So for mm -hmm. me, it's just, I think it's a constant every day, like working on changing the narrative. Because when you're so used to speaking yourself, speaking to yourself negatively, it's really hard to like reprogram, but you right. got to know that it takes time to reprogram. Mm -hmm. You go 30 That's years talking to yourself a certain thing. kind of way. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen on the 31st year? Sure. You're still working on mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I so, think, yeah. I think with me, I just been trying to focus on like being a little bit more proactive over reactive mm -hmm. because I feel like I was always on the go and I always had like this impulse. And now I've been like taking time to like, you know what, take a deep breath, use a little bit more empathy and think about like you wearing the other person's shoes. Mm. And I feel like a lot of times when we do get into these conflicts, we don't think about, all right, why is this other person acting this way? Like, for example, let's say you're in a relationship with a guy and you snapped on a guy for whatever he did. He might see it as like, oh, hey, she's doing the most. So then now y'all bickering. But the real reason why she's kind of mad is because you've been doing the same thing over and over and over. But a lot of guys probably don't think about that at that one time. It's just like, yo, I came home at two in the morning. Like, why are you, why are you bitching? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing mm -hmm. that? Maybe you've been coming home at two in the morning all the time, but we don't, we don't, we don't think that way because mm -hmm. we're not in those shoes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like me personally, I just got to like take those deep breaths and try to like, all right, let me think about where is this coming from? Like change your perception of your thought yeah. and, yep. and your mindset. And, and um, that's that's what it takes. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So with me, something that I've been changed that I'm struggling with now is um like this newfound anxiety attacks that I'm having, which is crazy. So um I've never had anxiety like this before on the level that I've been having. So anytime I have an anxiety attack I, I, before, I would take it as like, damn. Why I'm not getting better. Right. Like I'm getting worse. Like, why am I stuck? Like, why am I pacing? Like, what's going on? No. So now I've changed the complete narrative. Now I'm like, okay. So every time I have an anxiety attack, I journal. What was I doing that day? What stories was I telling myself that day? What was I looking at? What did I eat? Mm -hmm. Everything. So then now, guess what? They're getting lesser gradually, right? Mm -hmm. Getting lesser and less and less because I'm able to identify triggers. So even the music I listen to, mm, I'm changing. Because right. mm -hmm. yeah. even the music could be triggering. Music, food, how much did I sleep? Anything could be triggering. So now I don't take my anxiety attacks. Now I'm on a whole other level. Yeah. Anytime I have an anxiety attack now, 
I'm like, okay, what am I going to learn today about myself? Right. What trigger mm. haven't mm. I discovered yet? you stepping outside I'm a, yourself ooh. and serving yourself. Now I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get to know that. my demons. <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> now, so now, no, you really, like, I know people have spoken about this, like your demons, but you really need to make friends with them. Because even your demons have something to teach you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want... Honestly, mm-hmm. this whole like discovery part of myself, right. it's really changed into like a blessing because I'm discovering all of these layers that I have not identified mm-hmm. myself. Like I didn't even know I had this problem. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so now every time I'm like, oh, you here today? You here today, anxiety? Right, what you going to tell me today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, so I'm making going friends on? Yeah. with my demons and they teaching me stuff. And I honestly, I don't want to be like crazy anxiety all the time. Right. Yeah. But I am embracing them. You're I'm embracing, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're understanding yourself. I love that. So proud of me. I'm so proud. I'm like in awe of you right now. Yeah. Oh, yes, I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to close it out. I promise the last thing. Okay. Last thing. This is a good one. We want to start adding something. A segment to our podcast called How Did You Protect Your Peace? Okay. How Did You Protect Your Peace? Now, we had a long summer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I guess we can just like kind of summarize the whole summer. I'm sure things were happening to us, for us, for our betterment. Right? There you go. But sometimes you don't always see it like that in the moment. And you want to act like your shadow self, not your higher self. Right. How did you protect your peace this summer? In what way? Does anybody want to go first? <laughs> sure, I got um, <laughs> it. don't even have to be. It could be the summer. It could be something yesterday. that happens. Yeah. It could well, be last in the week, summer. Yeah. Today, whatever. Mm-hmm. It could be like anything. So my my new thing that I've been like telling people is unplug your mind. Mm-hmm. And the way I say that is put the phones away, mm-hmm. turn the TV off, isolate yourself. Uh, and I'm not saying isolate yourself like put yourself in a corner, but um, isolate yourself as take a walk, go to a waterfront. Me, I chill in like my office in my basement and I'm just like unplugged. I'm fully unplugged. And the way I do that is the reason why I do that is because I feel like, like I said, I'm always on the go. My brain is constantly moving. And I feel like we don't take that time to just take a second, take a second to breathe. I take a second to just unwind. A lot of times, even when we're out, right? I was on a boat and I was on a boat with a bunch of people and everybody's like taking photos of the boat, taking photos of the views and this and that. And it was like, yo, why are you not taking photos? And I'm like, I'm trying to enjoy it. Right. I'm trying to see the view. Ain't that what we hear? Mm-hmm. We just showing ourselves, making sure we got the good lighting, making mm-hmm. sure we look good. Like, But we always trying to impress somebody else. That's what social media is for. Mm-hmm. It's not like a saved archive. It's not our photo album. We're trying right. to put it out there so everybody else can see it, so they mm-hmm. can see, see us and react to us. But it's not for us. Right. So a lot of times I'm like, nah, listen, I don't want to be on my phone right now. I just want to unplug my mind and take this all in because we don't know when we ever going to get it again. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, I feel like for me personally, that's the best way for me to learn and the best way for me to like refresh and then restart. I love that. That's my piece. I feel like that's great. I don't really, I can't even follow up with that. (laughs) All I was doing was adding walks to my routine. Walking really has helped a lot. Like, you know, Mm. smoke a little, (laughs) listen to a little music. And then that's actually been something that's been really, I enjoy it a lot. So, like, do you have like a designated path that you go? So, I just walk where I live. My neighborhood is super quiet. Okay. Dead. So, I just walk straight down, like 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes back. And that's it. I just see the cars passing by. I was also doing the, I don't know that 
up here in Harlem. In Harlem. Mm. I don't know if you I know. It's like next to Skinny's Cantina. If you've mm. ever been there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's nice. I've been yeah, there. 125th We've been to Skinny's. Yeah. Yeah, you look like We've been to Skinny's. Yeah. Like that path by the water is really nice too. So yeah, I've just been doing that. That's really how I've been protecting my peace. I, and also, like, I've let go a lot of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I stopped talking to this a summer. lot of people this summer yeah, that were just toxic energy. And it's just like, Draining. I'm not, I don't surround myself around people that just don't make me feel good anymore. I just stopped doing that. I don't put myself in situations or places that I have no business being in. I, ch- I challenge you with this. Next time you go on that walk, turn your phone off. No music? Turn your phone off. Oh, damn. Take it I all in. Take it all in. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Take it all in. I will. I'm gonna yeah. hit you up and let you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you're gonna now do that because the phone's gonna be off. After the walk, obviously. Yeah, for sure. She failed already. After <laughs> the walk. That's what I do on most of my walks. I usually never have my headphones in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just have my camera. That's just my walk. piece. I just grab my camera and just go. I have so many pictures on my computer that no one has ever seen. It's just because it's my therapy. It's the way yeah. I get away. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Pictures. It's just me with like like this nature or something. Just yeah. random. Right. And you know, I love my graffiti pictures. So I'm just, it's just a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's it. I'm just taking pictures. And I just put them on my computer and I, it's just from my For own you. piece. Like, yeah. I don't that's care dope. about if anyone else sees it or not. And a lot of times on those walks, I don't even really take my phone out for, to even like, dot right. like that. It's just that. It's just me and my camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm just walking. And you take some yeah. amazing photos, bro. Yes, yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> yes, you do. Y'all may think I'm crazy, but when I'm home and my kids is home, my phone, if my phone dies, it dies. I let that shit die. And, you know, they piss everybody in my life off. But, I, see? <laughs> if my phone is off, trying to do shit, bitch. Like, hello? No, no. no but I get it. I, if I my phone it. dies, my phone dies. I'd be so... And then when it dies, I'm like... If my kids is next to me, then ain't nothing yeah. else. Right. That I, I'm like, they good, we good. Right, right, right. That's it. That's I feel dope. that. That's All dope. right. Well, that's the episode, guys. How are we feeling? I feel amazing. Yeah. I'm that so happy really you good. came. Really yeah. You have I'm to so come back. Yeah, you yeah. gotta come back. Oh, you have sure. to come back. Next time you need a mic. I got yeah. another, right. I have another like, question real quick. Oh, you have another question? Oh, yeah. um, where can they find your merchandise? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, we got it the Instagram there. is nothing to something dot underscore. We got the website coming soon, into Um yeah, I think that's pretty much where we got it right now. <laughs> Instagram. Like I say, Instagram, nothing is something dot underscore. I'm not going to put my number on the camera right said number two. Like the actual nothing to oh, something. Oh, <laughs> nothing to something. Like right, the shirt. Right, the number two. Um, <laughs> and like I said, the website, n2slc.com. So nice. we have all the merch the on there. No, this comes out the day after the pop-up, so we can't even plug it in. Instagram plug, Instagram IG. Guys, the pop up shop is this Sunday from one to seven at nine ten Hunts Point Avenue. Be there. Curtis oh, yeah. will be there with his Absolutely. merchandise, his whole crew of people. Absolutely. It's gonna be our last one for the summer. Our last so one of the summer, so pop up. Oh. Okay, I get a pop shout out. Yeah, of course. Let me give a shout out to my boy Heath. He's right over here. Hey. My boy Troy, my boy Jiggy, my boy Diddy. Those are my partners in my brand. So, shout out into us. Nothing to something. We out. Uh, that was good. We all, we all